0: Market Talk, episode four. Greg McBride and Mike Lung here. Uh, We're going to go ahead and just jump right in today and uh, this whole week. uh, It's all about China. So, what we're talking about uh, is uh, developments that we've seen uh, over the last few days and leading up to uh, uh, tomorrow's uh, uh, two day meeting uh, with the Vice uh, Chairman of Commerce from China. Uh, Lou, I guess is his name. Um, Mike, what are we uh, what are we hearing out there? What's uh, going on? Yeah, so going into this meeting,
1: we got a few things that seem to be factoring in, even though we have view- opposing viewpoints coming out of the White House about it. But right now we got Huawei happening. Uh, there's official extradition charge from the U.S. to get the CFO from Canada. There's also the U.S. charging Huawei with fraud, uh, stealing information from Verizon and other things like that, and on top of that, we have China actually officially filing complaints with the World Trade Organization over our tariffs. So,
0: right. now if if, uh, if anybody's forgotten about this, the the Huawei uh, CFO actually keeps a, a house in uh, uh, a home in uh, in I think it's Toronto uh, was uh, arrested uh, December first, right about the time that uh, uh, the president uh, was meeting. Uh, with the uh, with President Xi from uh, from China in uh, Brazil at the G20, uh, the news didn't actually come out until what maybe like a week later or something like that. Yeah um, the uh, the Chinese uh, delegation or the Chinese people were uh, obviously upset that they, one of their nationals was uh, arrested in in Canada. And uh, the US has been trying uh, for a while. Actually, the the US is the one that requested that. Uh, uh, the CFO of Huawei was uh, uh arrested. Um, so here we are, you know, 2 months later essentially, and we are formally requesting their uh the extradition and uh obviously we this is kind of a multi uh, faceted uh, attack here that we've got because China's upset about this uh this foreign or this national of theirs uh being arrested, but they're also Hurting in a big way with their economy because of the uh, this trade war, and that's where our you know this meeting that's coming up is is going to be a big deal. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, it's uh, the they I guess they're trying to keep the uh, two events separate, um, you know, and if we can actually get something done, uh, you know, with China this week, maybe that kind of eases uh, the the tension. But we've also run into issues where we, you know, we run war games or or simulations, and China has told us to back off out of uh, the Sea of Japan because, uh, or not the Sea of Japan, the Chinese Sea. That uh, they don't want to, they don't want us uh, in that uh, in that area doing war games that we've been doing for years. Yeah, that's another
1: thing that's going on in the background. Is that whole deal with Taiwan? They keep China keeps saying that uh, they still have basically control over the country, and Taiwan wants their independence. We're an unofficial ally, and right now we're doing a lot of back and forth in the South China Sea with warships, which hasn't really been reported that much, which is kind of surprising, but it is something that we should be paying attention to, because the more that it gets ramped up in the background, the more it can leak into the foreground with what's happening with this trade deal. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, we have a trade war that's been going on for however long. Almost like a year coming now, up on yeah. in June, and it's still going on. We get the same information coming up these meetings, and we have the truce coming up on March first. What happens if you come up on March first and nothing happens? Yeah, we they, could we could see China come out, and they could very easily cancel this shipments that they have been.
0: Because right. we do
1: have Brazil right around the corner with their crop coming out.
0: Yeah, and they've already started uh, the harvest on that. Uh, they've they've actually gotten out to uh, to a pretty solid pace with their their harvest. They started early in Mato Grosso, and uh, at, at this point, it looks like there's there's a lot of areas that are, are off to a, uh, a an explosive pace on planting their safrinha crop uh, for second crop corn. So, um, you know, there's no shortage of. Of beans uh, available to uh, to China, if they uh, if things don't go well with this uh, this conversation uh, this week, and even you know through the the first of March with the uh, the uh, tariff truce, mm-hmm. um, our the biggest thing at this point is if we don't get a deal uh, by March first, do we slap more tariffs on them? Do we increase our tariffs from ten percent to twenty five percent? Do they respond in kind? Obviously, we buy a lot more from them than they do from us, and that's one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest issues that uh, President Trump has been uh, hammering on for years. But the I think the biggest stick, sticking point, and it always has been, is the intellectual property conversation. I, mm-hmm. I don't think we're making any progress from what it sounds like uh, on that. It doesn't sound like it at all. I mean, we
1: today there was a statement coming out that said China will do good on their. Uh, agreement to buy more agriculture and energies, but they don't want to budge much on the IP issue, which is really going into this meeting seem like it's a non-starter. It doesn't seem like we're going to be taking this anywhere. And there is talk that Trump will be coming in and talking as well, so maybe he'll have some influence on this. Maybe we'll get something out of the way. Um, I know that he's had a lot of stuff on his plate. We had the government shutdown that just ended, well, didn't technically end, it was just put on pause for three weeks, and Mm -hmm. I don't think that is something that really has been reported on too much, that it's not an end to the government shutdown. We're just pausing it. Yeah. Um, So that is something that, coming up here in the next three weeks, should be kept in mind. Uh, We come up three weeks and both sides are still button heads, and actually that three-week Mark is going to be huge because at that three weeks we're going to be about a week out from this March first deadline as well. So there's going to be a lot of stuff coming into that pivotal time. Right. Uh, there's going to be about a week that there's going to be a lot of information thrown at us, and there's going to be a lot of questions that will be answered. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah.
0: We're gonna. We already know <clears throat> from a uh, from a, a trade perspective, uh, the USDA has has said that the. Uh, the WASDE report, the uh, small grain summary, quarterly grains, uh, and uh, winter wheat seedings information that we missed in January, that's all going to get dumped on us on the February 8th report. That's going to go ahead as, as scheduled. We're hearing that it's possible that we may also get cattle on feed that day. We may also get the cattle inventory report that was uh, supposed to be at the end of this week um, at the same time. So <clears throat> we're going to get this huge data dump. Um, right before we essentially go right back into a, a, a another shutdown which should help give us some directionality but the sticking point you know when we talk about intellectual property for for China one of the issues there is we may see them kind of overcompensate on trade with agriculture or energies or Uh, you know, whatever the raw material is, whether it's steel or aluminum or whatever, but we may see them overcompensate. That's kind of like the deal of, you know, a trillion dollars over the next two years or over the next five years. They want to overdo this so that we kind of forget about the intellectual property situation. Mm -hmm. And at this point, I kind of think that we we may not forget about the intellectual property, but we may shelve that. Just to get the just to get a deal done, we have to make a concession here and there. We always talk about the and whether you know whether we're talking about China making concessions or we're talking about uh, the Democrats making concessions to fit the the will of the president. At some point, he may have to make concessions to get us back to work. Whether it's the the shutdown and funding the government or getting a trade deal done with with China, because at this point, you're your farmers are, you know, they're hurting. We're not seeing the markets move because of lack of information. We're not seeing uh, the amount of trade that we should be seeing at this at this time of the year. We're actually at the point where we should be seeing trade dwindle, and that's not what we want to see when we're sitting at nine dollar and twenty cent beans and and three dollar and eighty cent or three seventy five corn.
1: Right, and also something mm-hmm. to think about is. We have seen Trump make concessions. We see him accept the Democrats' proposal to reopen the government uh, with NAFTA. I'm pretty sure that. I'm pretty sure the sunset clause was dropped, which was a big sticking issue there. And that was something that we. I, I'm thinking we basically just had on the table to pull off at some point. And with this IP issue, he might just take that off the table with this Huawei case in the background. Because we're not the only country that's checking into this Huawei thing. So he might just drop it from the deal with China, get this trade deal done, get the purchases back on the table, up the agriculture purchases, and in the background have this whole Huawei case go and bring it to the EU who is already looking into it and other countries and have the
0: IP issue resolved that way. Well a lot of these a lot of these deals that we're trying to make they they really should be, you know, living breathing changing things as we go and and we should be able to to adjust them as we go rather than just strike the whole thing start from scratch and, and rebuild it right get a get a deal in place where we start to trade with China again get a deal in place where we have more border security and I know I'm 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 hitting a bunch of things all at the same time but the all or nothing approach to this is is hurting us in oh, the in the short term. You may chaotic. not see it in the in the Dow. I mean, let's say, you know, since the since the shutdown started, the Dow is actually up. You know, you're seeing money flowing around in the in the economy, and that's what that's what the president's watching is he's watching the Dow, he's watching the S&P and the Nasdaq to see how the economy and how the the markets are are working. Well, to him, it's going up. It's that's a beneficial thing. The other side of it is, that's a lot of big money that's flowing. It's not the common person that's putting mm-hmm. extra money in their own pocket. right? You know, and, and obviously, you're, you've got 800,000 uh, federal employees that were out of work for uh, 30 plus days. And now they've all been, I think they've all been paid by now. Which is good. and They've set up, uh, set it up so that if we do go into another shutdown, they will continue to get their back pay during uh, or afterwards. But it's still, a, it's still a threat to these, uh, to these families that are out there. That we don't need an all or nothing. Let's, let's get the structure of a deal and build upon that. Okay, we got agriculture we've got a deal for energies whether it's liquid natural gas or even ethanol down the road Mm -hmm. but let's build upon that and then eventually if we can get to the ip issue we'll get something done right i mean that's that to me i mean it's it's common sense get yourself started somewhere it doesn't have to be hit a home run on this thing Let's let's move guys around the bases with a couple of singles here Mm -hmm. we'll we'll get what we want out of it and eventually, it just goes to add to the uh, to the confidence and the, the camaraderie between the two sides, whether it's the Republicans and Democrats or the, the U.S. and China. Right, because, I mean,
1: we definitely have to lay that foundation. That's a no-brainer. Getting that in place, getting the agriculture, the energies, getting the purchases ramped up to get more money into our country, that will be the starting point. This IP problem, it's not just with China. We saw it with Facebook this year. Mm -hmm. We're currently seeing with Apple, there was just a report out that they were getting info from FaceTime. So this IP problem, it's through the entire technology sector. It's not just China. So there's going to be a lot, I think. We saw it start with Facebook. I think we might start this problem. I think it might start to really show face in the subcoin years what's actually going on with your technology. I think Facebook was the... Match that started it, but I think this is going to build up into a much larger fire. Agreed. Yeah, it's now on people's mind that well, what are these companies doing with my data? How are they collecting people? For years, have jokes. Well, I talk about something, then an advertisement pops up about it. Well, now people are starting to think. Well, wait a minute. I'm hearing these things that they're listening on our conversations. All this. Mm -hmm. Let me go back and check that thing that I accepted without really reading it because I just trusted the company. Um, so I do think that that will be something that is going to be a larger problem coming up here.
0: Well, moving uh, moving forward here, let's uh, let's get into the, uh, something that really strikes home for us uh, here at Allendale is we've got our annual outlook conference. It starts uh, today's Tuesday. It actually starts today. Drew Lerner is going to speak uh, uh, this afternoon. Uh, he's going to go through and give us his 2019 forecast whether or not we're going to see uh, effects of El Nino or, or even a La Nina come back around. Um, he's going to hopefully give us an idea of what we're looking at as far as planting, and, and then he'll hit the uh, the, the full-on uh, world uh, picture. Are we going to have issues uh, down in South America as they progress in, uh, in their harvest? Um, We've seen dryness uh, in Brazil. Is that going to last? We've seen flooding down in uh, in Argentina. Um, And then obviously, uh, China is a big deal when it comes to cotton and soybeans and corn and and but they keep that all in house. Are they going to have problems where they're going to need to buy from? Hopefully us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then uh, uh, tomorrow, and, and this is what we really, uh, we really look forward to, and we record this so that if you don't get a chance to, to watch it live or you want to watch it next week, give us a call. We can get you set up for this. Tomorrow is our grain outlook. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Rich Nelson uh, and our team uh, put together price outlooks to help us kind of get an idea of where we're going to go Throughout the year, and it's not just we're going straight to 450. It's we could see things go up into the spring, back off a little bit as we plant, and then go back up as we go into uh, into uh, the summer. So um, we're going to take take a look at that. We're going to also look at uh, some ideas for for hedging and opportunity for reownership uh, that we might have right now, and uh, give you guys a, a, a reason to. To spend that time and spend that money to get an idea of how you're going to market this year. Mm-hmm. So, and then same deal uh, on Thursday. We're going to talk about uh, the livestock, the uh, cattle, and the hogs. I, uh, you know, Rich just put out a fantastic email the other day talking about the uh, seasonal bottom in uh, in feeders. We're going to see how that plays into what we can look forward to in, in live cattle going down the road. We know that they they uh, are affected differently in in uh, for seasonal trade, we don't expect to see a bottom in these fat cattle just yet. We'll see that come around later on. So, Rich is going to help us out with that and, and let us know what to uh, what to expect. Um, but, like I said, this is two hundred and forty nine dollars. Um, it's by far less expensive than most of the other uh, big production marketing uh, uh meetings that you'll that you'll be able to attend this year. So, and it's all online. You don't have to go out in this weather where it's -16 is your high. Right, before windshield <laughs> right.
1: But yeah, to play on that point, I mean, there is I know a lot of people they like going to a conference cuz they can interact with other people. But with this year we have a lot on the table. I obviously the weather is going to be just awful and You want to stay inside. You'll be able to stay inside. You'll listen to this. And we'll be answering questions. We'll be going into the macros of what's going on. And so all those questions we were asking earlier about what's happening with China, what are the possible outcomes of this, they will be touched on in the conference. And it's going to be, like I said uh, and Greg said, a lot of good information to help you with this marketing year. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us uh, on Twitter at Allendale or email service at allendale-inc.com by phone, 1-800-262-7538. That is 1-800-2-MARKETS. This is Greg McBride and Mike Lung over at Allendale Market Talk signing off. Look forward to talking to you guys next week.